this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. PPE adds a leading indicator today on Safety Wars. A funny thing happened this week. Because of COVID-19, I am teaching the classroom portion of the 40-hour hazardous waste site operations and emergency response class via Zoom to my largest client. I will be making a trip for the last day of the class, the in-person portion, in a few weeks. But as usual, one person usually is not as interactive as the others during one of these classes. Until something really piqued his interest, the question of cost. We then got into a conversation we normally reserve for the supervisor's class. We calculated the cost of PPE on one project, and it figured into the six figures. It was a project of theirs that is coming up shortly. With a cost like that, in the hundreds of thousands, is it any surprise that some companies would skimp on it? This reminded me of a story from one project from a couple years ago. Anyone who knows me knows one of my main pet peeves is to call PPE by a color and not by its proper name. Why do I have this pet peeve? I had to do an accident investigation, and the main contributing cause was the supply person was told to get yellow suits. The job was scoped for an appropriate yellow suit, and I have air quotes here, but once the safety person was removed from the procurement decision, someone else bought a different yellow suit. One that was bought in bulk that cost 50% less than the appropriate one. They figured they were going to cut costs and make more money. Because it was yellow, and all yellow suits were the same. That was their thinking. Even after they were told that's not true. This was not a matter of training. This was the context that all safety people are pains in the asses and should be ignored because they're not doing the actual work. The correct suits are outlined in their JHAs, their safety plans, and in many other places. What do you think happened? A few weeks later, I get a phone call, and I get called in for an accident investigation. Safety got blamed for the wrong suits until the health and safety plans were reviewed, and it was discovered that once safety left the procurement process, the wrong suits were purchased. The thinking was that they are yellow and no one would notice. We have a couple of takeaways here. Number one, involve safety people who are qualified to get involved in the appropriate PPE decisions. Two, factor costs of PPE into all your processes and all your bids and everything else. Number three, make sure you're not purchasing the wrong PPE, protect your workers, but on the other hand, don't waste money by overprotecting them with an inappropriate PPE. All people in the procurement process, this is number four, should understand why they are doing what they are doing. If they want to make changes, consult qualified people. Number five, call things by the proper names. Don't go by color. I have several other stories that are even more outlandish than this. Remember, I'm told one in eight men and one in 25 women are colorblind, and referring to things by color adds confusion to everything. Number six, review your PPE requirements, PPE styles, appropriateness, and things of that nature. Make sure that your plans are updated, especially with chemical protective clothing, because standards change, manufacturing methods change, and people change. I always recommend a review of your safety procedures at least once a year. Mine occur every January. And remember, the incorrect PPE for the job, especially cheaper PPE with the same colors, is a leading indicator that you probably need to dig a bit deeper. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.